Jenner, founder of Motivational Steps. I am a motivational speaker, consultant and author and today is the 2nd of September 2005. Today I'm going to be talking about business networking and how it can benefit you in many ways. When I founded Motivational Steps, my company, I soon realized that it is not always what you know, but who you know that can help you get on in the business world. I had a few contacts who I considered to be friends also, and when I mentioned to these people I had started a business, they were very interested and wanted to know more. Eventually, I got referrals from these people. I soon worked out that, especially in my line of work, people want to know what sort of person you are, if you have good work ethics, and if you can be trusted, and most of all, is your reputation good? I know that I prefer to buy a service or a product from a trusted source, and that if someone knocks on my front door and tries to sell me for example, a vacuum, I reply that when I am looking to buy a new vacuum, I would prefer to purchase it from someone who has established a good reputation and whom I feel I can trust. Now, not everyone feels the same way as I do. There are exceptions to the rule, obviously. When people decide to go out and network for their business, they are not always sure of why they are actually doing this. Some people think that if they attend a networking event, give out as many business cards as possible, then the product or service they offer will start to sell and they will be successful immediately. Unfortunately, this is so not true. Networking is a way to build relationships. And over time you get to know the people who may either want to purchase your product or service or who will eventually pass on referrals to you because they like and trust you. One of the secrets of networking that many people do not realise is that you need to find out who your customer is, what your customer wants and if you can help your customer. What's in it for them, not what's in it for you. So many people attend networking events and stand there talking about themselves without giving the other person a chance to even ask a question. And when the other person walks away, that is, inevitably, a lost opportunity. People like it if you take an interest in them. People like it if you ask how they are feeling, if they have a family, pets, and obviously they like to talk about their own business why they started it, how they started it, what they enjoy about it. A good networker will get to know the person before trying to sell them something. A relationship is then built over time and once people realise that you are not just interested in what's in it for yourself and you are genuinely interested in them and their business. And remember, You will find more people will trust you and relate to you and remember you, which is one of the most important things in business today, being memorable. I always look around the room before I start networking and choose three people who I feel might relate to me and me to them. 
and I introduce myself to the first person I picked, and later on I do the same with the other two people. I always take business cards with me wherever I go, but I never give more than four business cards out at a networking event. I give one business card to the person at the door for the prize draw. There is always a prize draw, and I save the other three for the people I believe might relate to me and me to them. Of course, if someone else asks for my card, I will give it out, but I do not run around the room from person to person saying, Hi, here's my business card, and end up looking like the Energizer Bunny, but not really networking with anyone, hence not getting to know anyone. Networking, for me, is one of the most important elements of my business. Networking enables me to show people that I am me. I do not put on an act and I walk my talk. What you see is what you get. There are networking events where you do attend once a week and always have to offer a referral and are normally offered one back. Some people like to network that way, others prefer a more relaxed, casual atmosphere. I particularly do not like to network over lunch as I find I am juggling trying to eat my expensive meal or make sure my mouth is empty in order to talk to the people sitting either side of me. Networking should be fun. Networking can be rewarding and even though it can also be hard work, it pays off in the long run. I network from the minute I wake up until I go to bed at night. I network whilst waiting in a lineup at a store, at the doctors, anywhere there are people to talk to, I can manage to bring something of my business into the conversation eventually. You can network via the internet without even leaving the comfort of your own office or home. The opportunities to network are there if you just look for them and decide what works for you and what kind of networking events you feel comfortable at. If you do have any questions about networking, please feel free to email me at linda at com, and I will do my best to answer your question. As promised in my last podcast, I'm going to read a little bit more from a chapter in my book, A Life Like Mine. Chapter 8, Career Options. Even though we had now lived in Canada for over two years, I had not made many close friends. The idea of me getting work outside the home became an option I knew I needed to take. I discussed the possibility of me getting a part-time job with my husband, but we both realised that with my limited experience in the workplace, my choices were few. One day I was searching the wanted ads in the local newspaper and I noticed a shoe store was looking for customer service people. I thought to myself, even I could do that job. I like people and I have good manners. I went to the store to pick up an application form and was quite shocked to see it full of other applicants. I took a form from a man, filled it in and handed it back to the same guy. I went home thinking that I would probably not hear anything about the job as I had no experience in retail and I guess my age might have been against me. The next day I received a phone call from the man who had taken my application from me. He introduced himself as the manager of the shoe store. He told me he wanted me to go in for a proper interview and that he had liked my lovely smile. The reason he had decided to give me an interview. 
The words of a popular song sprang to mind when he mentioned my smile. At this time in my life I was feeling quite sad and lonely, wondering if it was all worth it. Yet just by smiling, I had gotten myself a job interview. After tossing and turning all night, I woke up the next day and went for an interview at the shoe store. I knew that I looked good because a few days previously I had decided to have my long straight hair cut and styled. I realised if I wanted my life to change for the better, I needed to make other changes and that included an image change. My clothes were still from the mummy era and I decided to buy myself a smart blouse and skirt which I felt looked very professional. Looking good, even though I did not feel that good, as I was feeling very nervous inside, gave the impression of confidence. The interview was not as bad as I had imagined. The questions were easy and the manager put me at ease. He liked my accent and it was obvious he enjoyed listening to me talk. During the interview, another man came into the office for something and being a woman, I noticed he gave me a good looking over and I remember thinking... Wow, that has not happened to me for quite some time. Being a mother to four young children, not working outside the home, and having a husband who no longer noticed me or paid me any attention, left me feeling more like a machine sometimes rather than a woman. I made the fatal mistake of forgetting about me and putting everyone else first. This is so easily done when you have the kind of personality I have and want to please others and make them happy. The interview ended on a good note and the manager told me I would be contacted within a few days, one way or the other. Here's a quote from my book. The best thing about the future is that it comes only one day at a time. Abraham Lincoln If you want to read more of my book, you can purchase it from my website www.motivationalsteps.com And for the month of September, anyone who purchases my book will be helping the CIBC Run for the Cure the run has been going on for many years now and the vision is a world without breast cancer. If you go to my website www.motivationalsteps.com you can find out more about the CBC Run for the Cure. I decided to help the run last year by being the keynote speaker at the opening ceremonies and this year I am on the committee and I am the coordinator for the Pink Ribbon Tent, a completely new concept at our run site. Any sales of my book in the month of September will help the CIBC run for the cure because I will be donating 15% to the CIBC run for the cure. The month of September is a busy month for everyone. Children going back to school, students going back to university. My daughter arrives back from the UK. She's been there six and a half weeks and she immediately starts college. 
I believe she may feel very tired after her trip, but also very excited at the prospect of her first year of college. My advice to my daughter would be to get back into her routine as soon as possible and make sure she has plenty of early nights to make up for the late nights she enjoyed whilst on her vacation. Healthy diet, plenty of sleep and moderate exercise can also help when someone is out of sorts or, like my daughter, trying to get back into the work routine after a vacation. If we let our bodies get run down and overtired, our immune system suffers and we start to feel unwell and overly tired. Well, I will leave you now until my next podcast later in this month. And if you have any comments at all about my podcast, please email me at lindaratmotivationalsteps.com. Goodbye for now.